Oh, by the way, Dave. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it to you, but uh, I, I just wanted to let you know something. Uh, I love you. Love you too. Man. I, lo- I love you, man. You know, I just, I just felt like love I needed you. to. I just needed to get that out there. I just, I just, you know, it was eating me up inside. I just, I, I if I didn't say it now, I, you know, I could die tomorrow, and I would have yeah. never said it. The light fades with death's cold embrace. You've already been zipped and tagged. Struggle as you might, it will not help. No one can break out of the body bag. Here to oversee the autopsy, your hosts, Chris Thomas, and Broke Rider Dave. What's good, everybody, and welcome to Body Bag Podcast. I'm Chris Thomas, and with me is always Broke Rider Dave. How are we doing, everybody? You know, I've been accused of hating a lot of things on this podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. Kids, remakes, kids, kids again, <laughs> you know, remakes, endings. But, you know, what a lot of people don't know is that I'm just lashing out. Deep down under this tough exterior... It's just a lonely man who just wants to be loved. <laughs> You're a big old softy. I'm, I'm just a big old softy at, at heart. And, you know, with Valentine's Day, you know, well, this should be dropping Valentine's Day, but we're recording it a little bit before Valentine's time is here. You know, I feel like, you know, I should give a little bit of love back to the community. Enough with all this hate for me. There's the rest of the year, hate, you know, whatever. But for this one time, let's try to spread the love around a little bit. Hey, yeah. So, hashtag Chris Loves Love for this very sentimental episode of Body Bag Podcast. I'll be giving my top ten, I don't know if couples is the right word, but, you know, these characters, they're just filled with love. What kind of love? Well, we'll see. We'll see. And these are in no particular order. So, let's get us kicked off with my number ten of hashtag Chris Loves Love, Annie Wilkes and Paul Sheldon from Misery. Now, is it the is it the most healthy kind of love? No, but it is love. You can't tell me that Annie Wilkes does not love Paul Sheldon and loves misery, even if she has to tie him down and break Paul Sheldon's legs, well, his ankles. What is the first thing that she says after she smashes his ankles? God, I love you, and I believe her. Only doing it out of love. Only doing Nurture it out of more than him. It's just a misunderstood form of love, but love nonetheless. You know, it's an obsessive love. You know. I had to have one of those, it was going to be a toss-up between this and Glenn Close from Fatal Attractions. Yeah. You know, that kind of obsessive love. Although I think there's one more. Yeah, I actually do have one more down the list that falls into that category. But, I mean, this is the OG. Her and Glenn Close are the OGs of, like, that kind of obsessive love. Yeah. So, that's number 10, Annie Wilkes and Paul Sheldon. All right. Number nine, actually, I gotta say thank you to Haley Newland, because it goes to Vincent Price and his wife in The Tingler. Now, they might not say it out loud, but I, I for some reason, I think that that couple actually really does love each other. <laughs> I said that I, I compared them to a very toxic, if Morticia and Gomez were a very toxic couple, like a more hateful, I think, I think that their hatred brings them together in all honesty when you see them on screen and she's trying to 
she's well she yes she's cheating on him and but yes he's also damn near scared her to death and made her think that she was about to get shot and if you would like to also say um vincent price also is technically in love with his work in that movie so that has a different kind of love too i say that they hate love each other but he definitely loves his tingler yeah they're definitely the og toxic couple OG toxic couple. I, I, for the life of me, I was trying to think of someone to compare them to, but you know what? I couldn't just, I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but those two are a fun couple all on their own. Yeah. Next. Kind, kind of a transition between loving your work and and to, to more the extreme. I would put or number eight, I believe this is, uh, Howard from the movie Tusk. You could say that dude is morbid, that dude is grotesque, and he is all kinds of messed up, but you can't deny it. He loved that walrus. So much to the point where he's willing to tie a man down, chop off his legs, and sew him into a walrus suit. And the the, the result, some might say grotesque, some might say, uh, what, what, what's the phrase? A uh, crime against humanity? But what I see is the result of one man's love and dedication to trying to recreate a moment in his life that he lost. Did you? Did yep. you? You haven't seen that movie yet, have you? No. Well, no. well. From you know, you're describing it, you know he's going about the worst possible way, but well, you know what? Love. You know what? You know this this Valentine's Day. If you're not doing anything, take a friend, take a loved one, take uh, your significant other. Go watch the movie Tusk and just feel the love in that movie. You can't tell me that that man does not love that walrus. Next, number seven, Chucky and Tiffany from the Chucky movies, from the Child's Play movies. All right. Now, we said that Vincent and his wife and Tingler were the OG toxic couple. This is a more modern toxic couple. They've killed each other how many times back and forth? When she she was introduced to Bride of Chucky, I wonder if she was meant to just be a one-off, but then people just really, really liked her. Now she's become kind of like a face of the Chucky franchise. Yeah. People see Jennifer Tilly and they automatically think Chucky. You associate one with the other. Even in her Instagram, it's usually pictures of her like holding the Chucky dolls and Child's Play merch around her. But they're such a fun couple. They're bickering, but they're always either bickering at each other, um, having weird puppet doll sex, or they're trying to kill each other. <laughs> I mean, it's a... But I don't deny that they love each other. I think that they love each other to the point where... The equivalent of them, like, killing each other is just a lover spat. <laughs> they know that they're gonna come back. Exactly. Death doesn't mean anything. I mean, we're yeah. talking voodoo magic here, so... Chucky shooting Tiffany in the back at the end of Bride of Chucky was the equivalent of a regular couple having just an argument and one of them is sleeping on the couch. So, a different kind of love, but love nonetheless, I say. Alright. Next. This one might be a little bit weird but i'll say the head i am legend zombie from i am legend okay now i'm going by the alternate ending in this okay have you seen the alternate ending don't think i have Uh, have you seen the regular movie yeah i've seen the regular i am legend and the alternate ending of the movie the i am legend zombies they they breach the house and will smith realizes that they're after they're not trying to attack him they're after the zombie that he had captured, the female zombie. Yeah. And it's like the head zombie was trying to get her back. That was... That's one of those movies where everybody agrees that the alternate ending was better because it showed that 
Will Smith and humanity, you know, we were no longer the dominant life forms on Earth. It's now these zombies, and to the zombies, we are the boogeymen now. Yeah. So Will Smith opens the thing, and the head zombie comes in, and he takes the female zombie and goes away. It was a cool message, but also going by that alternate ending, I'm going to say that that was love right there. That was, that was, we were thinking that these creatures were incapable of human emotions, and that showed that they were actually capable of feeling love, capable of feeling love, which I thought would have been a great, a much better ending than what we got of just Will Smith blowing himself up. Yeah. So this is about the point where you can kind of see the shift in, in my list from, (laughs) all right. I don't know about that to... Okay, I can kind of see that. Yeah. Um, oh, okay, so... Well, with a little bit of remnants of the first one, because my number... Which, uh, do you know what number I'm at? I just got lost in all my descriptions here. One, two, three, four, five, six. So that was number... Five. So I'm at four now. Okay, you're at four. Number four. Joe Goldberg from the series on Netflix, You. Now, have you seen this movie? Hey. Or have you seen the show? I've watched uh, the first season. The first well, season. Yeah. Now, it's, a, it's a pretty good show, I'd say. Yeah. Now, this kind of falls in the obsessive. This is kind of like the uh, Annie Wilkes one I was telling him about. Yeah. If you haven't seen You on Netflix, at least watch the first season. It's really good. I've heard mixed reviews on the second season. I liked it enough. Yeah. And I'm currently on the third one right now. Now, I will say that the second one got cringy with one of the main characters actually being named love a little yeah. too on the nose i mean i liked i liked the uh i, I liked the whole premise but that one that, that was just cringy but right. joe goldberg he is sophisticated he is smart he and you know what he is a hopeless romantic at heart you know he's kind of like i don't know if anybody's compared him to it but he's kind of like uh the stepfather in the stepfather series okay where yeah. he has the idea of a perfect relationship and he wants a family, and yeah. he will kill anybody or trap anybody he has to to get what he wants. Which is is something so cool about a guy who has an image of an ideal, perfect, old-fashioned kind of love romance, but he will do whatever it takes to get it. Yeah. And cross any line. But one, except for one line he won't cross is damaging his books. That's about. I'd say if he loves anything more than the ideal relationship, it is a book collection. Yeah. So that that one had to make make uh, the list. Joe Goldberg, that other obsessive kind of love. Yeah. And you know, you know what's so funny about that? Joe Goldberg is the kind of guy I could imagine myself becoming if I didn't have control over my faculties. Right. <laughs> he, he, if he, you just keep becoming a complete psychopath. Because a lot of times I'm watching him and I go, you know what? Makes a good point. <laughs> he makes a good point. <laughs> or, like, or a lot of the times I'll watch and I'll be like, oh man, Joe, I really, I'm really rooting for you, man. I know you killed all those people. I know you're violating her privacy, but it, you're just misunderstood, man. You just, you just want, you just want to be loved. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, I'm so lonely. Anyway, number three, Elijah Wood from Maniac. Okay. Now, have you seen Maniac? No. Have you seen the original? Haven't seen either one. Well, I will. I'll go by the Elijah Wood one because that was okay. uh, the one that first popped to mind. He also, again, obsessive love. Apparently, uh, apparently, the most on my list are people who are obsessive, <laughs> very unhealthy. Yeah. Um, he 
is, I, I believe he would be considered a paranoid schizophrenic. He hallucinates. He stalks women. At night, he stalks women and then scalps them and then staples their scalps onto mannequins. Oh, I need to watch this movie. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm watching and I'm like, hmm, he makes some good points. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, he, he, he also has another love interest and he he's... But you know what it keeps holding him back? I think it's his hallucinations of his mother, I think it is. It's been a while since yeah. I've seen it, but hallucinations and... I mean, he's a crazy person. He kills women at night and he just hears voices in his head and he's hoping that this one woman will quiet the voices and he, he just wants to settle down. All of these yeah. obsessive ones really is a testament to, like, uh, people, well, in this case, it's mostly dudes, who just want the, an ideal relationship, but there's just a screw loose wrong in the wrong area yeah. that makes them incapable of getting it correctly. Right. Which is probably why part of me is when I watch these movies, I'm like, you know, they're bad people, obviously. Yeah. But what their intentions are good. <laughs> their, their intentions are pure. Their methods are horrible. Yeah. Now, these last two, um, now th these last two actually are, there's, there's no real kind of like unhealthy-ish kind of, you know, undertone to them. My last two are genuinely like, I love these two. Like, as a couple, I think that their love is awesome. Number two, Barbara and Adam from Beetlejuice. Okay. Sweet couple. Um, even, even to the point where, you know, there's something sweet about, like, they, they were so close together in life and that in death. Like, even, even their, um, death had a urban legend about them, about the bride and groom who died in the, on the thing and their, and their wedding clothes are still up in the attic and they even, even when Barbara is getting the life sucked out of her and she's turning into a decrepit corpse-looking thing, yeah. Adam still is holding her hand. He's like, he's still with her. They're, that love is sweet. True <laughs> um, love. Or, or if you don't like that love, you could always have the uh, Lydia and Beetlejuice <laughs> uh, <laughs> subplot. Right. Which, I don't know if you ever watched the Beetlejuice cartoon show growing up. No. Um, but I did. But yeah, there was a Beetlejuice and uh, Lydia. They were friends and they went on adventures together i used to watch that show a lot um now i don't know if that has any continuity with the movie because i don't know how it could but <laughs> but because in the show they're really she goes beetlejuice 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 and then he comes up and he's like this wacky dude and then they go on fun adventures over in his netherworld kind yeah. of thing but what can't be denied is barbara and adam are sweet together yes absolutely very very sweet Almost, almost sickeningly so sometimes, <laughs> but but you look at them and you're like ah, I like ah, I want that. And if you don't want that, you'll definitely want the kind of love that is my number one. Now, number one, I've always maintained is my favorite. Not even well, this, it's not a horror movie that, but it's horror elements of their shows and movies. Uh, but just on screen couple, just in general, my favorite couple has always been Gomez and Morticia Adams. Okay, yeah. Whether it's the TV show, or the movie, or, or even the new revamped movies, like, you just... Well, my favorite is obviously the one with, uh, uh is obviously the couple from, uh, Adam's Family Values. Yeah. In that, that, you know, that era. Because you see them, and you just know that those, just the way they look at each other, and the way they talk to each other, just openly flirting with each other in the midst of danger. Yeah. 
you you look at that and you're like man those two are in love 24 7 and uh, their love never takes a break even when there is a life-threatening situation when morticia is tied up and 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 shackled and gomez is going to save her and he's like oh hot poker he's like, he said something like hot pokers shackles and you can tell he's getting excited and she's like later on my love i was like oh man those two are just so yeah. delightful which i mean that that is my list yeah. and i i say that gomez and morticia are the top tier creme de la creme of what couples would love to strive to be in terms of a relationship absolutely so let it not be said that chris hates everything let it not be said that chris is incapable of love i can understand love and i recognize love where i see it i mean even if it's a honest love like gomez and morticia or some twisted love like a man sewing another man into a walrus suit yeah i mean there's a couple that i'm surprised you didn't have on there well i mean the list is only i can only have 10 on here yeah. i mean i was <laughs> I was I was honestly trying to figure out a way to insert the uh, movie Teeth into this episode, yeah. <laughs> into this list, or the entity from It Follows. Nice. Um, like two honorable mentions there. Um, yeah. But I mean, I could only. I mean, yeah. All right. Well, what which uh, what ones do you think I should have had, or uh, that I mean, you were surprised? I have three of them. Okay. Uh, Kate Davies and Adam Carr from the movie Valentine. I mean, never seen it. Okay, yeah, I mean, he was a geek in middle school, and dude got plastic surgery to become an attractive guy to get with the girl he wanted. Well, that kind of sounds then, like, uh, oh, man, that kind of sounds like the movie Just Friends with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, and he was, then he, he was starts, a fat geek, and yeah. then he got fit and turned into a good-looking dude. Yeah, and then he starts murdering her friends. Oh. Oh, oh, I thought you were still talking about the Ryan Reynolds movie. Oh, you meant the no. Valentine movie. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I Valentine. don't remember that. <laughs> no, Valentine, yeah. All right, well. And then I got uh, Nancy and Glenn from Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. Because you could tell Glenn kind of sort of doesn't believe Nancy, but he's still going along with, you know, doing things to help her because, you know, he loves her. I guess I could have yeah. also put, I mean, if I if I was going to go with something like that, I probably would have put um, uh, from Scream 2. Um, Sydney and Derek. Yeah. Which brings me to uh, the... Toxic couple I have on my list: Sydney Prescott and Billy Loomis. Ah, oh, that would have been a good one. Yeah, good talk. He murders her lot, mom, and then still dates her for another year. Do you think he really loved her? Probably not. But the fact he dated her for a year without getting laid in at all in that year, and having to wait that long to get laid with her, and then see the difference between that toxic couple and my toxic couple is I actually think that my toxic couple actually does love each other somewhat. Yeah. Like the Vincent Price one and, and yeah. the wife, you know, you they you can tell that they loathe each other on screen. But yeah. I, I don't know. I just get the vibe that that's just like, I bet that they do all this in front of people. But I bet you that they make very passionate love at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, I think Sydney loved Billy until she found out that he was one. I mean, it, yeah. yeah, I was trying to think of um, some some more unrequited love. Yeah. But but that kind of delved into the obsessive love, which was the Joe Goldberg, the Annie Wilkes, and whatnot. Yeah. But you know, there's a lot of ways to define love. Yeah. I, you know, there's physical love, 
<laughs> there is, you know, the obsessive love. Like I said, there's yeah. the toxic love. You know, to maybe, you know, for all I know, maybe I'll make a second part or, or not. I don't know. It, it depends. There's so many top tens that we got to yeah. get through. But you know, Valentine's Day. You know, I just thought I'd take a break from all the hate. Show that I'm capable of love and other emotions other than hating on kids and hating on remakes and endings and what have you. And and before you go, wow, Chris, I, you know, that, that was kind of nice. You're going to start doing like top 10, you know, stuff that you like from now on? Nope, because my next one's going to be top 10 Chris hates couples. <laughs> it's going to be back to business as usual here on the Body Bag yeah. Podcast. You know, a week from now, enough of all this lovey-dovey nonsense. Hate. But, at least for the rest of the day or whenever you're listening to this, go and hug somebody. Uh, you know, go stalk someone. Do whatever you do. Show the yeah. love. You know, spread it around. Yeah. You know, kill our friends. You know. Kill a friend. You know, you know, just, hey, whatever you're doing, just make sure you do it out of love. Yeah. It doesn't It doesn't count if you're doing it, you know, and saying something else. Your, your intentions have to be genuine. But... In the meantime, I've been Chris Thomas, and Brooke Ryder Dave here as always. Have a good week, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Body Bag Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe and leave us a comment as to what you'd like to hear us review or any horror movie topics you'd like to hear us rant and rave about. And while you're at it, you can find us on Twitter at Body Bag Pod and on Instagram at Body Bag Podcast. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.